Hello, film friends, friends of film, and everyone in between. Welcome to the Film Folklore Podcast. I'm your MC, Jed Props, and I am joined by uh, a crack team of experts here, or an expert team on crack, whichever way you look at it. Uh, I got Joe AD here. Yo. I have Zoe Props. Hello. Mr. Chris AD. I'm so whacked on crack right now. Crack is back. You sound and, like it. <laughs> and Thank of course, you. the amazing Justin Sound. Hello. All right. Uh, so we're going to uh, jump in today's uh, interview in a minute. But first, I wanted to ask y'all about awards. Uh, has anyone uh, had any special awards growing up or maybe the ironically not special awards, the mediocrity awards? Like you, you got your participation, you got your seventh place ribbon because God forbid a child is left behind. <laughs> I got I got best T-shirt at um at summer camp when I was in the fifth grade. It was a Tabasco shirt. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, nice. And it wasn't even. It was supposed to be, I think, loudest T-shirt, and um, it wasn't even that particularly loud. They probably just gave it to me this award because they knew I wasn't gonna win any other awards. I think that's really what's going on. Yeah. With that one. You know, oh. I just had a. Th- Think. <laughs> I love I'm, having I'm a having, good thing. You I'm received a thought. A thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a thought. Uh, and in my head, I'm like, I've never done sports. I've never won anything. I've never, I've never, ever gotten a, an award. But I have. I have gotten an award. There was an assembly going on, and there was this like military talking guy, and he had a lot to say. And I don't know. I think I, I I got an award for being a jerk. Uh, I he irritated me. Uh, he irritated me. He was talking about our youth and how great we're gonna be. And I don't know. I didn't agree with him. And he went around the assembly thing and asked us if we had any comments. And my little eleven year old hand shot up and just really. Gave it to. I don't remember what I said, but I, I, I was very much so in strong disagreement with him. I remember my friends were very embarrassed and uh, <laughs> I got an award, <laughs> they, man. They, he uh, at the end of the assembly, he they slid me away aside. from me. I was in the newspaper. They like took a picture with me and was like, "You really spoke your mind, lone lady." <laughs> you know what I mean? That that kind of thing. So that was my one award was just for kind of being a. Being a jerk. Being a jerk. Being a jerk to this guy. This uh, th- me. this was not an award, <laughs> but a buddy of mine got suspended from high school because uh, he was having the head of the FBI of the New Orleans branch come to talk to us about being in the FBI and specifically drugs. And he was uh, it was good. It was a school assembly, and he was in front of a giant dare banner. And <laughs> oh, that he, program went well. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you why though. So my buddy. <laughs> Dare is written on there. Everybody remembers that font and everything. Well, he took a, a can of spray paint and it says, drugs are really excellent. And he sprayed paint that it on the <laughs> Dare thing, banner. And then the curtains opened up and here's the head of the FBI and everyone starts cracking up laughing at the banner behind him. And it was awesome. <laughs> and he got suspended, which is sort of like winning an award, but, but a little different. <laughs> It was great. That's cool. Crime is cool. Crime is awesome. Yeah. Uh, if we're yeah. counting getting suspended from school, then I've won some <laughs> awards for sure. 
Uh, yeah, we're counting that. <laughs> definitely won a few accolades. I, yeah. I remember uh, in elementary school, I got a certificate for perfect attendance. And um, it about a wow. year. Man, your parents loved you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I made like them. Upper middle class. I made them frame it. <laughs> And uh, I actually put it on the ceiling so I could go to sleep looking at it every night. But um, uh, <laughs> no, but um, about a year after that, there was a, a handicapped uh, kid at the school, and they were a very sickly person, unfortunately, and everything. And so they were in and out of school all the time. And I had this kind of light bulb go off of like, well, wait, this is unfair. This person is sick with their their conditions and their ailments all the time they are not even a candidate for this dumb certificate that i was given just because basically i didn't get sick and i'm a you know quote unquote normal healthy kid or whatever so then i had this like huge like shoulder drop and like you know this is like i, I mean I'm, this is like second grade so but um i i think i saw that certificate once or twice around the house afterwards and every time i was like go in a drawer get out of my sight sicken me that's some beautiful <laughs> self-awareness. Yeah, yeah for, for like you a nine-year-old like or whatever. Morally, too. Yeah. You realize yeah. that you did nothing and contributed nothing and that that award was Well, and that's, so that's, that's the 1980s gorgeous. when yeah. you got a lot of awards and certificates for not really doing anything. Yeah. Um, just kind of being there. That was kind of the genesis yeah. of that, <laughs> right. really. I like the idea of you jumping on your bed trying to get it off your ceiling <laughs> and you have that, like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I use a ladder? I don't have a ladder now. Um, all right. So um, <laughs> that said, um, I, I did all this to make a very terrible segue. Um, speaking of awards, we're going to talk about uh, best boy today. We've always loved our best boys and girls um, as they are. We have Nick Grip today with us. Hello and welcome, Nick. Uh, who's going to hopefully uh, shed light on the quandary of a best boy grip. We're glad to have you today because you are our first uh, grip aficionado Cool. Uh, that we get in here. Um, so um, welcome, Nick. Nick Grip, you, uh, I guess before we get any further along, um, I was going to ask if you could kind of educate the listeners and us uh, on what a GRIP is and what the GRIP department does. So the GRIP department basically assists camera and lighting um, with any kind of support that they have. We manufacture, shape, and create light with whatever we have, sun. You know, the electricians provide the lights, they plug it in, they turn it on, and then we manipulate it. However, the director of photography wants, essentially. And then we help camera support building rigs and mounting things, stabilizing the cameras and all that good stuff. You you also kind of get stuck with like when there's a random heavy thing that needs lifted. Oh, yeah, because most of the time there's like one set deck person on set that can't move the giant armoire out of the way or something. Right. And so they they always go to the grip department and no one else. No one one else. Yeah. (laughs) Like, couldn't ask electric. They're standing around doing nothing. No, because they got, like, expensive clothes on and leather jackets. They don't want to get dirty. That's why. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's our joke is that they don't do anything. They, oh, they call us dumb. We like, definitely want to hear but... grip and electric jokes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, uh, awesome. Well, um, for you, Nick, specifically, uh, give us a little background. Like, uh, how did you 
get into the industry? Were you always wanting to get in the industry? Did you kind of fall backwards into the industry? Well, yeah. You might know a little bit of my story. I don't I know I if do. everyone, like, Minch has been around me for a while, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to be in film, like, at all, ever in my entire life. <laughs> Young, high school, like, I just kind of just needed needed money. So I worked any job that I could get. I had an uncle that worked as a catering chef and just always offered me a job. Was just, you know, hey, when are you 18? When are you 18? I'll give you a job. Turned 18, called him. He gave me my first job on um, Rock of Ages with Tom Cruise. Wow. And that was like in Miami. And I'm based in LA. So, you know, they flew me out to Miami for this job as like, you know, setting up tables and chairs. It was really just because they had so much background for that movie. They had like 1,500 extras. So that, you know, for every department, just manpower, manpower, manpower. So I was out there setting up tables and chairs and running food. And then uh, that was the first and only movie that I did. And then after that, I got pneumonia on that movie, by the way. And I ended up in the hospital for like four days in Miami with like no one out there. So I was just in this hospital in Miami for four days. And my mom was like worried, you know, I'm like 18. I'm like, and after that, I just went home. Like, I didn't even finish the movie. I just went home. Mm-hmm. And then I worked other jobs. Like, I got warehouse jobs all over the place. And then uh finally got tired of that and called my uncle again. And then he got me back into catering, like, around 21. Wait. And, yeah. How did you get pneumonia in Miami? I, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I blamed it on the running from the giant refrigerator truck out into the 100-degree weather. Like, yeah. it was like, hey, go get this, go get that. And I'm sweating. Running into the fridge truck, running out, and and, and I as a and I have asthma. Nightmare, by the way. Yeah, I have <laughs> asthma, so it was just all those things was like just a recipe for me getting sick. And it was bad. Brutal. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, uh, at what point did you make the switch from catering to grip? Was there anyone that just like was there a key grip that saw you from afar and was like, look at that guy just manipulating guy. light without anyone asking him? <laughs> yeah, what is he like, doing over there? I was using like cardboard from all their boxes <laughs> right, to produce right, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just was I was looking for any way out of catering. Yeah. No, um, yeah, there's a flag before I even told him what a flag is. Oh man, I think I want to say it was on claws. We were catering claws. Oh, wow. I don't know what yeah. season. And um, man, I got sick of it. Like I, it was just that you know I made my way up from like the outdoor guy to cooking. Mm. right because anything that i did i was like who makes the most money in this job i need to start learning how to do that yeah i had no i had like very minimal like interest in cooking at all but i knew i needed to cook to be making more money than i was at the time so and i got sick of it i was it just became another job just you know like feeding you people Mm. all day long five days a week i try to be so nice to caterers dude yeah be nice to caterers yeah 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 you were you were on that right yeah yeah Yeah. oh my god that was brutal but just fuckers being ungrateful yeah Mm, i'd say like it's easy to assume that everyone is like that but maybe like one out of 20 people that we would get would be very like ungrateful and why was it a dp that's weird i don't know it was, it was every single night, it was i mean Noble dp hair and makeup i don't know it's usually somewhere around that those trailers right, right. um it's always a vanity or a yeah well when we got to claws i was like i was so over it i was just you know 130 degrees in the truck during the summer it was like you know it gets to you and i my boss called me at the wrong time on the wrong day and i was like i'm done like i'm out Come on here. the spot on the spot like took off my apron and I was like, I'm out. Do the spatulas. I'm done. Um, literally, I stepped off the kitchen truck 
And I'd called every single person I had met and got cool with from NCIS. Oh. And I said, hey, I'm unemployed. What's up? You know? (laughs) And it was like grip. Um, I called props. The main person that kind of was like looking out for me and kind of shopping me around at every department on that show was Eric Hayes. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, hey, you know. If you That's know, our second shout out to Eric. Yeah. He, second uh, shout out. <laughs> already? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. On another episode. But yeah. Oh, yeah. He um, was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll talk to, you know, some departments and see who needs people. And uh, the first person to actually give me a day. Well, actually, he was trying to get me on a, the caterer that they had hired for that next season. Because the <laughs> catering company that I was with, had they dropped. And then they signed on uh, another catering company. And he tried to get me on them. And I was like, well. That's like the opposite of what I want to do right now. I'm literally leaving another company to do the same thing. And um, so my buddies um, in the electric department, um, shout out Joey, Cotter, Tyler, they were rigging on NCIS, and that's who gave me a job first. So technically my first job that I had that wasn't catering was with the rigging electricians on NCIS for one day. (laughs) Yeah. I had one day with them that week. And then um, shout out Mike Namey, who was the best boy on that time, yeah he was like yeah he was like hey i think he talked to um the the electrician best boy uh yulin on that and was like how many days you got nick for and he's like just this one like i I don't really have much and he's like because i could work them all all week and then next week and he was like take them so that's kind of how i ended up working with those guys (laughs) was just like who could get i was like who could give me the most days and i took it you know and that's awesome yeah uh uh, real quick, uh, give a little um, explanation of rigging versus uh, on set. Oh, man. Rigging, we basically get in there first and do anything we can to make the first unit guy's jobs way easier. Before camera's even there. Before camera's even there, before anyone's even there. We try to you know set up any lighting that we can, um, manu- um, manipulate any of the, the lighting that's already there, like fluorescence and stuff like that, natural lighting if. You know, we make if it's day for night, we got to do that because, I mean, it's going to take a couple hours to do. So anything that we can do to assist our first unit guys, um, we do. And if, right. So like rigging like the wires, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, so to speak. Yeah. The electricians will do that. Like if they got to get in and, and, and mess with the, you know, the house lighting with the switches and put things on dimmers and stuff, they'll, they'll do all that. But like. You know, like, blackout yeah, windows. like if they don't know how to turn the fluorescent off, then we have to cover it up, which is kind of weird. Like, and we just typically like uns- everyone unscrews bulbs and like sure. now it's off. But most of the time, a DP will scout something and just be like, black that out, cover that, like, cover everything. Don't try to find an easier way to do things. They go right for like the hardest way to do things. And then when we get in here, we actually get to like, oh, here's a switch, boom, done. You know, so. But yeah, we we do what what we can. I mean, the the idea is to eliminate the 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 real estate we take up on the floor during the day right so we, mm-hmm. we if if it looks like it's going to need to be on a stand and be in the way then we also try to find what else we can do like if they're going to put a light up here we got to try to rig it from the roof or the ceiling so we don't have to bring stands in because then it's in everyone else's way mm-hmm. so and and chris or joe y'all, y'all might be able to speak a little bit better to it but the whole point of rigging existing is ultimately a money saver right Time saver. Time, yeah, time you saver and yeah. money saver. Yeah, yeah. 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 As yeah. long as you can effectively checkerboard when principal is in a place or throughout the week, if you know, onset, offset, or yeah. a night. I was going to ask you, like, how often have you found yourself working overnight to avoid us? Oh, 
um, I don't I wouldn't say overnight, or, or but like opposite. early, like super early. Like if y'all had a yeah. six a.m. call, seven a.m. call, and then we had to be in there to do like a big job. Like I mean, I've taken three a.m., four a.m. calls just to try to get in ahead. Like if it's a day for night, just and that's usually a locations up. thing. It's like, yeah, oh, we can't touch this building until like day up. Well, like I have to completely cover it, and you know. The Solid. entire building. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. that's going to take hours, you know? So, that yeah, that happens often. It's, but that's usually a locations thing. Like, that's... Sure. And then are y'all in there for the entire day? Or y'all, no, y'all we get usually get fuck out. Like, as when soon as after everybody's like, there and you'll yeah, be sure when yeah. first everything unit, is done. Um, when first unit rolls in and our first unit guys are good, we kind of will help them, like, unload their carts, get to set. Usually I'll, I'll send the guys like no one likes to see the riggers around. It's kind of weird. Like everyone thinks we're dirty and sweaty and ruin set tech all the time. <laughs> Just so, who are these strangers? Get them off set before they break something. So I'll usually send the guys and then I'll wait for the first unit key to kind of walk in and walk through what we did, you know, make sure everything's good. And if anything needs to be changed, then we kind of just call, call the guys back in. If we got to do some like hot job stuff, we'll, we'll do that like last minute. And there's usually a lot of that because I don't know if every other department's like this, but usually from what we discussed on the scout to what we did and then what they want the day of is completely different. That's every <laughs> every every stage of this job was different. That's every, pretty normal these days. Right, yeah. So there's usually changes, and we, we'll knock those out before, you know, camera gets in there. Yeah, and you get a DP or a director that's, uh, why did you guys not do the thing that's in my head that I didn't tell anyone about? Yeah. You know, that, that thing. You're supposed to know. Yeah. You're, yeah somehow you're supposed to know yeah um uh and also we all enjoy when it's something insignificant that really does not influence the shot that's yeah. the best oh, yeah um, or they don't use <laughs> right or so they ultimately the, usually don't the use. biggest headache is something that like oh we didn't even use it yeah it took us three hours to set it up that's, that's awesome. fine that's that ruined my whole week last week trying to figure this out and get that get this gear shipped in and stuff and does, now you didn't even use it <laughs> jed all of my thoughts are of the utmost importance <laughs> Well, that I, I, that's true. Yeah, that is very true. Um, <laughs> Nick, do you? Because uh, um, uh, you just made me think of it. Uh, if y'all have to go through something about, like that, where you just spent hours putting something together, it just it, my mind went to like, uh, like the the spouse that's made the nice meal for their their partner coming home, and yeah. then like they don't appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that like, kind of thing. But, you know, it's a, a couple of minutes of me just, like, staring at what we did. Like, wow, what a waste of my time, day, <laughs> manpower. Then, you know, they paid for it. Yep. You know, we get paid hourly. Like That's always hey, the reminder. Oh, yeah, Fine. I did get paid. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, especially with rigs because there's some times where it's like, you know, we'll rig something up and, it, like, hopefully it does what it needs to do, right? And, it's you know, to find out we didn't even use it. Great. Because they didn't use it, so there was no point in them being like, "I hate this," or "It doesn't work," or "It's not doing what I need to do." It was they what they wanted was there. It's on them if they use it or not. You know, usually on the like for big machines when we use them, they want to use them just because it costs so much money. Mm -hmm. You know, like a DP or a key gripper roll it out just because it's like I I asked for a you know a couple yeah a couple thousand dollar machine a day. You know, I have to at least show them that I'm using it. You know, I don't want to you know waste their money like that, but. Right. You know, I've built fly swatters and, you know, rigged condors that literally will sit and, nope, didn't even go up. Awesome. What, what uh, just off the top of your head, what's like one of the craziest or crazier rigs that y'all have had to put together? Oh, man. Um, like good ones or bad ones? Because there's Ooh. been both. Like <laughs> there's been <laughs> yes, some both. that were like, uh, <laughs> just got tore apart by a hurricane, you know, right, like, right. you know, a huge tent that like 
the way we built it was probably the the you know was definitely the really wrong way to do it and <laughs> the first storm that came in just it was just a disaster that was on NCIS actually that was tent a over one. like a window or something yeah huge yeah and it, you know the bigger it gets the more structurally structurally sound it should be uh-huh. and it what it didn't <laughs> it didn't get there yeah. and it you know the first storm we got it was just puddles and then took took everything off um but you know but we've built like some nice some nice big rigs um you know, for killing it, we had a huge, a huge set down there at a uh, Coyote. You know, and that was a lot One of motors, studios, a lot yeah. of a lot of truss, a lot of like green screen, a lot of stuff that has had to be very particular, like because it was it was a completely like three um, blue screen, um, three sixty stage, and we had a lot of motors and lights on that one. But um, man, we had this cool rig on a. I think it's coming out next month. No one, no one will save you. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we built it on a uh, a giant machine. A gr- we call it the big green machine. It's essentially like a uh, like a giant forklift slash crane. Instead of using a, a a condor like we like to use, this thing can hold out you know a thousand pounds, a hundred and ten feet in the air. Um, you know, condors are rated for like you know we shouldn't put anything more than five hundred pounds. And like a, you put a fat electrician or grip in there, that's half <laughs> the half the specs you're already like we're already yeah, you're using it all up you know so we use these machines and this one was it was huge i mean i i don't know if i have a picture of it but um you know we put i think we put 20 uh if you're familiar with the lights 20 s60s in the light box uh completely wrapped it and then we had it armed out 100 feet over the house um and mainly because we had to it had to get be as far away as possible and that's kind of why we used it was, you know, we use an 80-foot crane. We have to be very close because it's got to still go up like, just with the angle and all that. But this thing was able to get 100 feet almost straight out, um, completely extended. So, yeah, not up. Yeah, straight out. And it was – it's got huge um, outriggers that come out and to brace it. It's 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 a pretty cool machine because it's uh, – like there's only like two in the country at the time. And they shipped that one in because we um, used it on – uh, emancipation mm. and that's kind of how we knew about the machine and what it could do because of uh emancipation uh the will smith i don't know if you guys anyone's on anyone on that one or i was Man, in the same building point. as the set tech uh warehouse but we were on uh, the tyson hulu show oh yeah time, yeah but I we know. shared the same loading dock so that was a fun daily uh thing in prep to figure out whose packages go where and yeah 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 some interesting things went missing um, mm-hmm. that were not emancipation related, oddly enough. Hmm. Vintage video games. Hmm. Hmm. I know. Uh, for anyone that remembers, uh, Tyson uh, d- uh, did the NES commercials because of the Tyson game. Mm-hmm. So we were recreating it, and I had ordered all these like vintage NES things, and then some of them said like arrived. Stand, like one of the cabinet <laughs> games, you mean? Like the big. Yeah, the old school. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, uh, a lot of stuff that said arrived had disappeared. Sorry, emancipation. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Someone's man cave is probably hooked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The working uh, robot from original NES. Um, so anyway, uh, getting back to this. Um, so uh, now your uh, current title uh, typically is you've made it to Best Boy, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, can you help us understand what is a Best Boy? Best Boy. And why is it called a Best Boy? Oh, so... What I was told, the term best boy came from like, you know, early Hollywood terms like um, send. And it was from the phrase, send me your best guy. Right. So that tracks. 
I don't <laughs> know if it was like, like it was some, and then someone said that it's like a crafty term. Cause back in the day, crafty was like everything. And then that was like what was told to them. Like, Hey, send your best guy who just might not be an idiot. I don't know if that like, <laughs> so I guess that's what, I don't know if that's even true or not. I mean, have you guys heard, is that, like it tracks. What you guys have Old heard. Okay, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I, I have your best boy. That. Don't yeah. even look at the women. I mean, yeah. they're not here. That's the guess. Right. It's probably it's the best boy. Boy. Yeah. It does Available. sound like. Yeah. I mean, especially if you start what thinking else? like you know, like like the uh, it's the nineteen forties. You know, we talk like this. Yeah. 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 Like, you got your best boy. Yeah. Huh? yeah send me your best boy best over guy. here. Yeah. You know that thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that, and like the the title gaffer is very funny and lord of the ringsy to me right right best boy gaffer. that's that's the top of the electric department yeah 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 um uh so where does the best boy fall in the uh hierarchy in the hierarchy of of the, the grip uh, yeah they, there's both grip and electric best boys yes um and is it's essentially number two you're number two underneath your key grip um underneath your gaffer in rigging and so there's a first unit best boy there's a rigging best boy for both g and e and that's number two. They're your second in command. And uh, yeah, we usually just do. It's like the main job of the best boy. What I'd say, you know, as far as like the one I took most important was making sure the rest of the department gets paid because the best boy did all the time cards and oh yeah, you know the the hours and stuff, the scheduling. So and that was like you know, some would argue that's the most important most job important job. Industry. Yeah, right. Like so, I have a lot of know, angry people. There's a lot of other responsibilities to it, but like gear and manpower is what you. St- you typically will tell somebody like this is what it, the best boys jobs are the gear and the manpower make sure they have everything they need and make sure they all get paid make sure everyone's scheduled because the key is typically not going to do any of that then telling me or chris when we're building the call sheet who's on for tomorrow yeah we do that yeah to get that up to date yeah love that yep um and uh has anything i mean i know that grip world is still a heavily uh guy boys club whatever you want to call it um in in our modern work climate um do you ever start hearing anyone any murmurs of like changing the titles to be more pc or anything? i haven't no i haven't i don't know if it's uh if that's been a thing but i really i don't i haven't heard anybody wanting to change it i feel like y'all are i've safe. seen it I, department I feel like i've PC seen it free. though on credits <laughs> like best person i've mm-hmm. seen that on credits for sure but yeah, no I've one's worked, ever uh, two two jobs yeah. where it was uh very much like we don't say we don't say best boy mm-hmm. nope there's no best boy thread there's a best person, person seen yeah. on the call sheet um yeah and yeah and, seen and I, but i would think I that that might be them. like up to the discretion of whoever's title that is because maybe that per that person just right didn't want the title best boy because i mean i've been asked like what my title wanted to say and mm-hmm. how my name would wanted to be presented so maybe i don't know but I've never. So, no one's ever came to me and said, "Hey, you should change your yeah your title." Or like, I would never just put that on a call sheet. I would right, let right. somebody tell me. Right, 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 right exactly. Right. You know, yeah. Right. Like, like Deck uh, has a position lead man. We'll get one of those in here one of these days. Um, and I did a show where it was a female uh, lead man, and she wanted to go by lead person instead of lead woman. Yeah, she just wanted lead person, and she actually had an all female. Uh, uh, swing gang uh uh dresser department which is rare in our industry and um i had made a a comment uh i didn't mean it in a bad way i just said whoa i don't think i've ever seen an all-girl uh dresser department and i got 
I mean, I got the look quick. Like, <laughs> you got a problem with that? And Record I was like, no, scratch. I'm saying like that's cool. I'm not. Ooh, God, I'm walking away. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, I feel like the the grip department is still. I have actually worked with a female um, best boy who went by Best Boy too. I don't know if I don't know if she ever even thought, thought of about changing it. Or, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Did um, uh, were there any jokes or attention to it or anything like that? No, no. She she and she had been a, a from what I I only that was the one show I worked with her on and uh she's a local lady out of L A and she had been a best boy for twenty five years up nice. to that point yeah so she's trailblazer yeah all right man that's awesome um all right so uh, uh kind of pushing us along here um what uh, uh for you in your time and uh, uh, just kind of being grip centric um what are some of the crazier uh, moments or things that you've had to do in your time, um, whether it's a last minute request for something insane or or something else. Um, I want to like the craziest thing to me would probably be learning the job as fast as I had to learn it. Because mm. um, I was kind of thrown into being a best boy. Um, you know, situation happened and the department got fired, and I was the day player. I was the only person that had been around and it was kind of like, well, this is it. You're the guy, you know, like, and I was like six months into the job. This is like right oh, wow. when I, yeah, I got into it. Trial by like, fire. Whoa, this is nuts. Are you guys trusting me with this? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Like I'll roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, and they got a new key in and everything. And, and I just kind of, this was so like the whole grip department was gone. The, the, the riggers, the rigging, the rigging Green. grips. Yeah. Okay. Um, Everyone, literally everyone above me. I was the next man up as the additional day player. And um, so shout out Eric Hayes. Also, he kept me around in that time. Like as far as like, that, you know, first unit had no place for me. First unit literally was like, I'm, we're tapped on manpower. Like we're already, you know, I already have my guys. And sure. And he basically told the first unit best boy, like, you know, well, Nick's going to work every day. Like regardless of what your manpower count was, you know, you work Nick every day. You know, um, I don't know if it's because they were saving money on the rigging department side. So I was like, well, we got the extra money to keep them on. So they did. But uh, yeah, um, then they brought a new key in and he kind of just took me under his wing. I actually tried to give the job to multiple people. I was like, I, you know, I'm not ready for this and still learning how to do it. You know, like before you took the mantle. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, you know, a lot of people look at the best boy position as like, you know, too many headaches for a couple more dollars. And I was like, all right, whatever, you know, it is what it is. So no one wanted this job, um, mainly because no one knew who the key was that they were going to bring in. So there are a lot of people that were offered the job, a lot of people that turned it down because they were like, no, I'm not. No, no, thanks. I'd rather, you know, they're in, they're in the dark, you know, and the key that they brought in ended up being really cool. And he was like, you know, they they told him, uh, you know, this is your guy. Um, this is Nick. This is your guy. It's the only guy you have right now, but he knows the stages. Like, uh, you know, they, they ran me through pretty good. I, I got, uh, I got trained really well before this all happened. So I was familiar with everything. And, um, you know, he was, <laughs> I remember the first day this was with, uh, Richard Ball. We, we were scouting, uh, the location and this is Kevin Kennedy's first day on the job on NCIS. And he doesn't know my experience yet. This is this is who he introduced. You know, I'm your best. This is your best boy, Nick. Oh, nice to meet you. You know, an hour later, we're in the car going to location, and he says, "Uh, yeah, Nick's only been doing it for about six months." 
he turns around and looks at me like, what? Really? And I look at Richard like, uh, bro, cool. Yeah. <laughs> where, where'd that come from? <laughs> Just like blurted it out in the, in the car ride. I was like, um, yeah, that's true. So he kind of looked like, oh man, this is going to be rough. But you know, I think, uh, what kept me around was my attitude towards everything. I was just like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm I'm responsible, you know, like in catering, I, I was like number two catering, number one in catering. So I was like, I had, I was already familiar with like, you know, running a department. So I, and I'm just like, not, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to, you know, there was times where I was like, I can't do this. I can't, I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. We've but, all been there. Yeah, you know. So I was like, you know, I just kind of rolled with it. Make it industry. Yeah. 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 So, and that's kind of where I was at that point. Was like, I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. And, uh, but I don't know. I just, my attitude is kind of what kept me there. Was everyone was like, you're, you're doing a good job. You're not, you know, you're not messing up. And everyone likes you. So yeah, you're a very likable person. Roll with I think it. that yeah. helps. It did. It did. And and with that key grip, he came in and he said, and I remember this conversation was uh this was going into the, the, the following season. Um, Eric Hayes, shout out Eric Hayes again, asking him, <laughs> you know, so what's the situation with your best boy? Like, you know, you want to bring someone in, find someone, find someone, to, you know, a little more experience. And he looked at me and was like, no, I think Nick's doing a great job. I, and he's being, the, he's being the kind of best boy that I need. And I think a lot of people kind of took that, you know, like as, as a, as a, as a teaching point, you know, like people that have taken me under their wing as, as a, as a best boy is like, I can train you to be the best boy that I want because a lot of other best boys have been doing this for so long. They're setting their ways. Mm. You don't know anything. So I'm going to tell you what you need to do and the things, you know, to keep up with. So, you know, I've, I've worked with, you know, a couple keys that were that, that kind of like that. Like, you know, I kind of just, I'll fall into the job and do what you want me to do and, and, and just try to knock it out with the best attitude possible. So that's cool. And I, I mean, I, I would assume like the the terms and vocabulary doesn't really change with different people, right? Like, no, it's, just, it's all the same. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, different keys are different, you know, different department heads are everyone everyone's different. It's, everyone likes certain things yeah. in certain ways and That's good. You know, so it's like learning everyone else's like, you know, OD um, OCDs and stuff and it's like cuz I'm you know the best boy is the organizer. Best boy is like making sure everything is, you know, where it needs to be and yeah. Some keys like that more than others. Some keys want way more organization than other keys. So we, just we figuring can use that, that out. Props big time. Mm-hmm. We have like like seven names for our bins oh, depending really? on who you were working with. <laughs> it's like yeah. uh, let's see, uh, Contico, um, uh, Tub. Sometimes uh, Canadian prop master called them Nesters. Uh, that was a new one. Um, uh, I uh, know I'm leaving out a bunch, but it depends. Are you on talking about container? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, a container. Right, right. Oh, yeah. There like, you go. Like the big, the plastic. The thing we literally top. use all the time. Yeah, the like yeah. split top. Yeah, split top. There you go. Splits. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. There's so many names for them. And, <laughs> the things you could never close yeah. the first yep. time. Those. And, yeah, those. Uh, you'll be on one show, and exactly one boss crazy. calls them one thing, and you get in the habit of it, and yeah. then you go to work with someone else. That does happen too, though, because there's a lot of weird names for grip stuff that, like, you. I oh, slang. Yes. Yeah. That's like the thing about the the grip department that I think is amazing is that like lots of times grips are stereotyped for being uh, knuckle dragging like gorilla men that are just big dummies. Yep. In the grip department, there are twelve hundred pieces of equipment. They all have a name. They do a very specific thing, and you really need to like take time to to literally learn how to do that thing. And then like they're called all kinds of different names depending on where you are in the country and the world. And like 
no department has to learn more about the equipment than the grip department. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude, it is, I think, the hardest job to do. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Dude, but it's also like learning how to use a C-stand. You have to yeah. instantaneously MacGyver yeah. from, from yeah. thin motherfucking air. Yep. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, in awkward think. spaces a lot of times. Oh, too, yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, so they want a flag to go up to cover this window, but also you have like uh, uh, two feet worth of wall space to, oh, yeah. to deal with. Yeah. To or you got like, yeah. yeah, you got like set deck moving a couch right next to you and your ladder. <laughs> and then you got like the AD department like at the bottom of the ladder. Usually like, hey, how long is this going to take? Totally. Dude, as long as it's going to take. No, I mean, that's the hardest words I push out of yeah. my face. Oh, yeah. like, oh, oh, God, I got to yeah. do this. I got to do this right now. But I mean, you're 12 the feet whole in the air. crew is watching you try to oh. set up this flag. And then I mean, like, like, dude, for someone who's mathematically challenged, like a C-stand is just like geometry. Yeah. That, like, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, you yeah. have to do it. And then like, those things are hard oh, yeah. to work. And there's there's right and wrong ways to, to set everything. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times you'll see, I mean, seasoned grips, like I, I wouldn't even consider myself a, a well-seasoned grip. I still fumble like all the time, especially when I got the key grip barking at me, the DP looking at me, and everyone waiting on that little thing that I'm doing. And I forgot how to like use tape. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> that's just, always what it is. Oh man, I hate and and I think that's kind of why I like rigging more because it's it's just it's way more laid back. I have a job to do and I got all day to do it before they get here to shoot tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one's, one's watching. No, yeah, one's no one's watching me. Lording over your yeah. shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The and moment someone's watching, I mean, it's the moment you can. It, do it gets tense when you're up on a ladder and there's like yeah, a couple hundred people just scurrying around you and you're just like trying not to drop this light over this person poor standing's head. You know? Yeah. So it's it's it, it's wild. We have quotas to fill here too. So the one department that uh, does not feel that pressure would be the camera department. Oh no! <laughs> no of course not. Of course not. It'll be ready when yeah. it's ready. It'll be ready when it's ready, and you get to wait on it. This thing's a space shuttle. Yeah. Meanwhile, anyone else that is doing what has been told to them to do is in a constant panic to yeah. hurry up. Yeah. Yeah, crying. Good crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice call. Uh, I love how we've just been bashing them yeah. mercilessly. I feel like like until we get a camera person in here. Oh, is that like, what's been yeah, happening in here? Probably yeah. like, like, at least twice an episode. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've been bashing them. We'll oh, have to get great. Apple in here, and then we'll just berate him the love entire time. Man, if we get Literally. Apple in here, we're just going to put a, a printed out list of questions down. We'll walk away. Like, <laughs> we'll come back in 45 minutes, and he's still on like question three. Apple's a person. Apple, not yeah, the whole yeah. corporation. Um, uh, he's he's a very. I mean, God, I, f- I feel like I've known him uh, longer than most, but uh, for I, me at least, I just, it was on the first show I was on. Yeah, I, yeah, I, same I, for me. I love him. He's a hilarious person. But when yeah. he says that he can see through a wall, or at least his camera can, <laughs> that's not possible. Right, it does not have X-ray vision. <laughs> right. It's got a fifty millimeter lens. Right. Um, yeah, he's he's quite a character. Um, uh, so let's see. Uh, uh, kind of start wrapping up here. Um, so one thing I wanted to ask you about, Nick, and we can cut this uh, if we need to. Um, I saved a quote from you. Oh no! Um, that's Wait, from from when? Well, was this yeah, our fantasy football draft? It was. It, it was from one of our threads. Okay. And it's oh. strike related. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> okay. All right. So I was going to ask, what time of day was this? Uh, I, I might have been a couple of glasses of wine know, in. It was. It was, it was uh, one a.m. I thought it was a weird time for you to text. This is a follow up to you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, I believe it was a uh, uh, midday. Okay. 
Um, uh, but, um, you know, we've all been uh, worried about the strike, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. The uncertainty, obviously, uh, is painful. Um, uh, mentally, you holding out in that department? Uh, yeah. I mean, best, yeah. best as anybody? Yeah, yeah. Um, the quote that I have here, it was so funny. I was like, I got to save it in case Nick comes on. Um, so it, you texted to the group, I just told a kid oh, no. on Call of Duty <laughs> to, quote, drop out of the fifth grade and kill yourself because you suck at this game. Oh, okay, followed yeah. by, followed by, I need to go back to work. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, so for context, this kid was throwing. Was that your apology to the kid? Like, no, this listen, was, this was, it's this been was a tough year, buddy. rebuttal to this kid calling me the N-word and a, oh my God, a nonstop, yeah. like, I mean, they're the worst. They're like the worst. Ten-year-old kids like, are like yeah, the worst. Just, they're scary. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to a <laughs> little kid calling me that and just being racist as hell on right. online. What else do I say? I don't know. And I literally said that. My buddy that I was playing with is also in the film industry. Tyler, he's an electrician. He was like, "Oh my god, you just said that to a little kid." I was like, "I know, dude. I gotta get back to work. I gotta go. Bye." And I just shut my PlayStation off. I was like, "I got. I can't do this anymore." <laughs> I'm oh, losing yeah. it right now. That that, losing it. that cracked me up to no end. Um, because it is really the little kids that suck so much. At they're, the you're worst. Games. they're the worst. They're the worst. And and the funniest thing is that's the that's the that's the typical person you're playing with, especially even after when we're working. You know, we get off a 12, 13 hour day, I go home, and I'm like just gonna play some video games, and I'm getting my ass kicked by a little kid that's calling me names. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't shit know talkers. those shit talkers. I don't know yeah. what else to say. Yeah. For anybody that remembers the man show, uh, the kind of like little chubby kid that was like the smart aleck kind of reoccurring character they had on their show. They they had him go out to man on the street. Yeah, exactly. I love that kid. That's basically who you're constantly playing in online gaming is that guy. And it's like, how do you – that is – Filthy! How yeah. do you even know that? Kid? Yeah, how you know? are you, where did you learn that? Yeah. Stuff? Like, oh, it's like, <laughs> you got Oreo crumbs in the corner of your yeah. lips right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. that language. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's insane. Like the uh, kind of stuff that I've seen from. I mean, we're also assuming they're kids. Um, I yeah, guess that's I mean, he could part. be a grown man for all yeah. I know. Uh, he sounded uh, like a child, but I was. Which like, is yeah. equally wrong in a different direction. Um, yeah, it's like, well, I'm actually a 55 year old man pretending to be a 12 year old boy. Yeah. Uh, oh my god so anyway um uh nick uh we want to thank you for coming in today and um uh, uh we're gonna have to get a, a electrician to come in and uh yeah support your best boy claims yeah yeah um <laughs> can i shout out somebody or, yeah, yeah i don't know you guys have those lined up already like i mean uh, no you have an electrician but what you were thinking about we are are uh, just for for a little bit of anonymity. Uh, everyone's last name is their department. So, uh, oh, okay. uh, if if there's someone specific that you wanted to name on mm, air, then nah, just I'll keep just send you there. some more texts. Yeah, one in the that's morning. fine. Just random names. As long as it's one a.m. because I am because so I know up. you're up. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> I like to drink in the darkness. Um, nice. <laughs> alone. It's one a.m. and you're not wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's all I'm thinking. Oh my god, Jed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Nick. Uh, we really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thanks Nick for having grip, me. everybody. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, looking forward to seeing you back at work when we're all back. Yeah, I can't wait. Sweet. Bye. All right, see ya. All right, so now we answered the question. 
and thank you, Nick, again for coming in. Um, so um, I guess now we need a, a Best Boy Electric to come in and uh, support or challenge uh, these claims that uh, Nick Grip made. Um, so um, in lining up people um, for future episodes, what are some uh, positions that uh, y'all are still confused about? Like maybe the title is a strange title and you're like, what does that person do? Or maybe it's just producers in general. What do producers do? Yeah, producers and really good and and producers uh, assistants. (laughs) I mean, I know what they do, but I'm. I mean, you got it's a noble profession. It's noble profession. Yeah, Yeah. fellatio is normal or noble. (laughs) Well, that was a Greek tragedy, wasn't it? Uh. (laughs) Should be. Yeah, probably was. Frankly, there. I mean, there are more jobs too. There are jobs like in, in construction that I don't. I don't know the hierarchy at all. Uh, we have between, a lot of coordinator you know, titles that are at different tiers in those departments that makes it confusing. Because yeah. like a construction coordinator is the top of the construction department, but let's say an art department coordinator is <laughs> like the one non-creative person in the art department that just does the paper pushing. So yeah. it's very different. Our art department too, I, I'm not entirely, like I know props under the hierarchy of that. I wish we as, had prop coordinators. We'll uh, get to that one day. Yeah, 1923 had one. Yeah, they're starting to be a thing Pretty for cool. all the naysayers yeah. out there, the BA in Atlanta, or yeah. whatever. I don't think he's there anymore. He tried to tell me there's no such thing as a prop coordinator. I said, well, yeah, there's no such thing as a set deck coordinator 10 years ago either, but here we are. So yeah. um, that's the problem. Uh, you keep adding paperwork and bureaucracy. We need more people doing that. Um, anywho, uh, get off that soapbox for a second. Okay, there we go. Um, all right, so um, any any closing thoughts to uh, to the gripping world? I felt like we could have talked more about sandbags, but... You know. Oh man, we didn't even talk I die, about sandbags, yeah. did we? We didn't talk yeah. one time about oh, and, and sandbags. A, a shot bag versus a sandbag. Yeah. Yeah. You know? oh my yeah. God. We sandbags, sandbags, sandbags are. We barely talked about sea stands. Yeah. <laughs> they are. So yeah. the anyway, next, the point is I regret I'm not talking about not sandbags. Talking about They're doing a lot of work on set. They really are. Yeah. yeah. I love a sandbag. I really, hero. you know, Fuck, yeah. that's the thing I want to swipe from Especially set. Especially when they get rained on and they're all wet and then they're double the weight. Yeah. But you haven't swiped a sandbag from set? They're heavy, man. What am I going to put? A 20-pound sandbag yeah. in my backpack, lug it around? Like Especially when they get rained yes. on. Like, oh, yes, no. please right. do that and then walk awkwardly it away. It is the one thing <laughs> yeah. I see and I'm like, I want that. I want that for the beach. I want that for my life. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm never going to walk off set with that. I should just ask. I should just not just, contemplate. Just, just sneak me one. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Make, I'm gonna go try to catch Nick. See if we can still get some sandbags right yeah. now before he drives off. Yeah, go on. No, I'm too. Get up. <laughs> go. I'm not getting up. <laughs> all right. The next all time right. we have a grip, or if we have Nick on again, I I'd like to talk about all of the other jobs that they don't really get hired for or get paid for that they do on set, like filling up people's tires whenever they get a flat. Um, chasing down people who have stolen things off of set and, you know, getting those things back. <laughs> Basically just all of, I mean, really like they're, they're kind of on set manual laborers. Yeah. You know, muscle. Um, yeah, we, yeah. We should, we should say for anyone that's not in the industry that the grip department basically looks like an entire department of bouncers. Yes. Like they're not little people typically. No. No. <laughs> they're very yeah. built people. Yeah. They have, um, they're physically stronger than the rest of Well, the- they got a grip stuff with their big meaty paws. Yep. I, you know. 100%. Oh, they definitely have meaty paws. Yeah. So. <laughs> the, 
the meat paw percentage of that department is higher than any other. Yeah, <laughs> you sure. can't have little. You gotta grab it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, can't, you can't have little dainty <laughs> fingers because you got to be in camera for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be able to handle delicately camera. all of the <laughs> space six. shuttle <laughs> equipment that you need to handle because yeah. you wouldn't understand. It's technology. It's just uh, no. I'm just a little lady. I'm just a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> So tell that. Uh, let's see, who wants to take us out today? Do you like what we're doing here? Do you have thoughts, comments, questions? Maybe you have an idea or suggestion for topics you want to hear about? Well, you can find us on the interwebs. You can email us at filmfolklorepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on the social medias, uh, Instagram being filmfolklorepodcast. Um, we have a Facebook group called Film Folklore, Twitter, X, uh, whatever you want to call it, at The Film Folk. And yeah, thanks for joining us today. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Oh, bass. Nice. Who's doing that? What is it? That's me. That's great. Hey, bye, everybody.